Hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 911 and today is the 27th of December 2020 and I am talking to you from my brand new iPhone 12 Max Pro. I think I got the order of that right and I wanted to go on record today so I could remember what was the day that I got my iPhone. So the last one that I had was an iPhone 7 Plus, still in pristine condition. I like to look after, after them. And uh, the reason for upgrading, well, a couple of reasons. One, over the next year, I want to start doing more videos. And I know that the, uh, the technology uh, side of things and the cameras has gotten better and better and better. I was just having a little bit of a play around with it before. And um, it's got a 4K um, capacity now and just um, some of the editing that you can do with the, the footage and everything's really quite cool. Um, so I've only just scratched the, not even scratched the surface of it uh, just yet. Uh, so I wanted to do that. But also um, the battery life on my other phone uh, was getting less and less. And even though I replaced the battery, maybe, I don't know exactly, I'm going to say 12 to 18 months ago, uh, if I do a Zoom session on my phone outdoors uh, for a group class, uh, I barely got any charge left. It'll be down to like 20%. So I, I do have to charge it at least once, a, well, twice a day, once at the end of the day when I'm sleeping and then uh, during the day as well. So I thought, well, it's been probably five years since I got the last one. So I thought, why not? Let's do it. I've got some some spare time to, you know, just to get it all set up, transfer your data across, get the apps and all that working again. I didn't want to do that uh, when I was um, like busy between appointments and stuff because then I realised, just as well I did it today, the main app that I use for my uh, business with my clients, um, I had to sign back into that and I've got... Uh, hundreds of clients in there and I've got thousands of workouts in there as well uh, that uh, I as soon as I logged in I didn't have them but and I thought oh no and then I remembered that it has to go through a syncing process and in order to sync it you got to keep refreshing the page and everything so it took ages to to do that so um, I'm happy with it and well so far and uh, it's about the same size a little bit bigger than my other one I just had an iPhone 7 Plus, and uh, yeah, we'll, um, uh, we'll discover the, the features as uh, the days progress. And so today it's Sunday here in Australia, and second day of my rest day that I uh, said I would honour that to myself and not do any work apart from these podcasts. And I'm finding that really difficult, I do have to say, uh, but I am enjoying the extra rest. Um, so a couple of things I wanted to talk about today. One, I'm noticing how my body is obviously changing over years. So probably two years ago, I was um, getting some headache. And I don't, I don't get headaches. And I went through a whole week where I just constantly had a headache. And normally, if I do get a headache, take a couple of Panadol and uh, it goes pretty quickly. Um, but I remember I had this headache and it didn't disappear. <clears throat> And it's starting to get me a little bit worried, and I thought, but it's it's all in the neck. Um, so my physio, she gave me a, tri um, a trial of a, a new pillow, 
And I tried that and it's kind of like a, um, I don't know, it goes up and then comes down to find your head. And so it's got a, an upward rise where it sits in your neck. And um, I found, I used that for the first night, like this is two years ago, and the headaches disappeared. So I thought, okay, clearly it's the pillow. So um, I ended up getting one of those pillows. Now what I've found recently is that the pillow, I'm still using that pillow, the pillow itself is now seeming way too high for me and I'm struggling to get to sleep or I'm going to sleep but then I'm waking up. I'm waking up with a really sore neck and it's like um, you've been sleeping on the couch and your neck's in a funny position, it's up too high. So the last couple of nights I've been sleeping without, without a pillow and so just flat on the floor. So I wonder whether it's because I'm used to sleeping just flat on the floor in my office when I'm really tired. Um, but uh, I've been waking up multiple times through, uh, through the night with the sore neck. And um, so I really need to, I've tried a couple of different options um, and I'll try another one tonight, a, a flatter pillow to see if that helps because I'm waking up in the mornings uh, around normal, well, a little bit later, so I'm waking up around 5.30, something like that, needing to get up, go to the loo, go back to bed. Sometimes I get back to sleep, pardon me, for maybe an hour, and then I get up. Uh, so uh, just over the, the last week, I found that my sleep hasn't been as restful. So I'm not quite sure why, why that's going on, but I'm going to try again tonight. The other thing that's been waking me up, I've been having... Uh, the glute pain. So this is where you've got to maintain your body. You've got to listen to it. And I, I do know my body really well uh, now. So I know that if I have got, say, well under my 10,000 steps, and sorry, I'm a bit dehydrated, so I'm just going to have a sip. If I've got well under my 10,000 steps, for three days in a row, I start to get this pain in my right glute. And the same thing happens when I'm, I'm on a plane for a long flight. Well, it doesn't even have to be that long, to be honest. But like if I go to LA, then I notice it. It's a, a right in the back of my butt, and then it comes down uh, through to the hamstring. And so because I've been um, so incredibly busy uh, leading up to Christmas, I'd been sitting down more and more. And so my steps were around the 5,000, maybe 6,000, maybe max 7,000 for a week beforehand. But then um, the last, last three days prior to me noticing the pain, and they were a much lower, probably for, you know, around the 5,000 sort of mark. So the way that shows up is this pain. So of course I wake up with it um, a couple of days ago, and it was um, yeah, it was a little bit nasty, and um, it got worse. And then I know from training my body for so long, I need the only way for me to fix it is I need to walk. Like stretching can be helpful, but I've got to walk. I've got to get the hips moving, the hip flexor, and the blood circulating. And I know it takes me about three days of getting at least 10,000 steps in, normally it's like 11 or 12,000 steps, and it starts to come good. Uh, so I did that yesterday. Last night, 
Uh, I woke up, it was more painful. It must have woken me up about four or five times. It was just that painful. So the movement uh, just causes the so much pain that I, I wake up. And I thought, oh gosh, no. And so I, I went to the, the gym today, this morning, uh, quite, it was around eight. And uh, I just hopped on the treadmill and I was really tired like, and I was, I was almost limping into the gym. That's how, uh, how bad it gets. It's almost like pinched nerves. And uh, I did 10 minutes on the treadmill and then I was going to do a back work, a back and shoulder workout. And I did two sets of my shoulders. And I have done a Friday workout. I did do a Saturday workout. So today being Sunday, sort of been the third one in a row. And it's a big workout. And I did two sets. And I'm like, I, I just don't have it. I'm just really, really tired. Um, my hip was worrying me. And so I think this happened, uh, what, less than a week ago when I did my chest workout, I think I told you. And so I just pulled the pin on it and I said, no, I'm not, I'm not going to force myself. It is the third day in a row. Uh, you know, my body's recovering. I'm tired, um, really sore. So I thought, no, I'm just going to go back on the treadmill and make sure that I definitely get up my 10,000 steps uh, today. And it was sore for the whole time doing it. It did get a little bit better, but not like yesterday. I was working for like 20 minutes and then it got better today. Um, I think I did over an hour in total of walking and um, it was still quite sore. Uh, so I've just uh, gotten off the couch before. Um, I've, I've had a little sleep and um, so I came home, I, I did some shopping, I went and got the phone, came back home, just chilling out really and um, trying to recover a little bit and it's just really, really tired. I thought I'll sleep for 15 minutes. It ended up being about 40 minutes that I slept for and I've just gotten off the couch now and guess what? The pain is pretty much gone. So I know that that's my magic formula for when I do get this pain, those signs that I feel through my body that shows that I've just been too sedentary and yeah, guess what? I've done over my, like about now, I've done, well, actually I can look it up. I'll tell you exactly how many I've done. I've done 11,500, uh, just under 11,500 steps. Uh, and so I know what uh, that takes to, to fix it. So listen to your body, people. Um, but I do say to people, if you can get the 10,000 steps, it's just good for your back maintenance. The older we get, um, the, the harder it is. And it was interesting. I was, um, as I was leaving the gym this morning, um, there was a guy coming in. Now, Michael's his name. Now, he's, oh, I think he's 62. Don't quote me on that, but I think he's 62. I'm just going to have another sip. And he's really into running, and we connected on Facebook today. Prior to us shutting down, I used to have a chat with him. He'd been there every couple of days and um, I saw him today. I said, oh, it's funny. I said, I was just thinking about you each time I come in here and wondering, you know, whether he was, he was unwell with COVID or, you know, how he got on. And he said he's actually been really, really unwell, not with COVID, but he um, developed some blood clots in the lungs and everything. And um, anyway, he's, he's okay now and we, we had a good chat. It was interesting because I, I haven't seen him for... 
uh, well, since the start of the year, he said, man, he said, you're looking good. He said, look, you've put on some size. And I, mean, I said, yeah, I've actually put on like four kilos and dropped my body fat percentage uh, and stuff. So it was nice to, um, to be noticed, I guess, in the change because I've, I've spent most of the time by myself. My clients see me every day. And I guess you can see the photo online to see uh, how much I change. But um, I haven't seen that many people that I haven't seen for a while face to face. Uh, pardon me. So... Yeah, it just makes you realise how much you have changed. Which reminds me, I did. I know this today is a bit all over the place, but um, I got a um, a response from my coach. I um, I wrote him a, a one pager as to you know what I wanted to achieve for the next year, and he said, yeah, it was. Um, he said it was really good. Um, he said we. I got a book in a time uh, for. A coaching session with him is early January. He sent me his schedule so I can um, we can go through everything. Um, his dad passed away three day or be four days ago uh, now, so that's sad for him. It's one of those things where it's sad and a relief at the same time because he'd been waiting uh, for probably the last two months for him to pass away. He was in palliative care and he'd been down i don't know where his dad lives i know they used to live back down here in melbourne so i don't know whether he was coming back here or not uh, but he said he'd he'd made three this was either the third trip or the he'd made three trips and this was the fourth trip to say goodbye each time because they didn't think he would last uh, any longer but um he just kept battling on but he's now he's now passed away so that would have been uh, just before christmas um so that'll make their their Christmas is hard in the in the future, but I guess um, also the relief in knowing that he's no longer no longer suffering. And so the other thing I wanted to talk to you about uh, today was about reflection, and I've been going back through uh, some of my old uh, podcasts on the three six five, uh, listening back into uh, when I was in LA for the first time and listening to the recordings that um, I did back then. And uh, it's interesting to see um, how things have changed in terms of how I approach the podcast and in terms of the content that I'm delivering and what I'm talking about. Uh, But it also makes you realise it's so good to capture uh, things that are happening in your... (coughs) Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Things that are happening... That was a sneeze. Things that are happening in your everyday life. Because I'm recording every day. So... Um, you know, this is, this is real, this is my life, this is what's going on. Now, I'm not telling you every single thing that's going on in my life, but I'm telling you the major, major things. So when I go back and listen, I think, oh, wow, yeah, you, we forget all the things that happen in our lifetime. And so this is kind of like a diary of everything that I go through um, on a personal basis. I don't give you everything on a personal basis, but... Um, those things that I think are relevant, I do. Um, the physical things that I'm going through with my body, that what I'm feeding myself, how I'm feeling, and uh, you know, what are the uh, who am I meeting? What are the the big ticket things that I'm doing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So um, it's interesting when you go back. I went to back to about day 130 when I was in LA, and I was doing the recording of a number of them with Cherie, and just. Um, still remembering, you know, those good times and the fun times that that we had. I think this is one of the things about 
relationships and uh, relationships are funny, aren't they? Because when they, they end, I, I say to people, there's, there's broken promises and dreams on both sides. There's just no two ways about it. And I can tell you my version and the other person is always going to tell you their version. And I like to think that, um, you know, you can, you can still get along with people. Uh, you can still love people. Um, uh, maybe you still want to be with people, but you just, you know, you just can't live with them kind of thing. Um, I don't think there should be any regrets. And I certainly don't have any, any regrets. And maybe it's because of the way that I approach life, but I always see the good in everything. And, you know, I go back and listen to some of these things and think of, you know, how much fun we had, all the different things that we did. And, uh, like, it, it's a part of forming who you are. It's a part of forming your, um, your thought process, um, you know, a particular time in your life. Um, and it helps... I don't know, you, you learn from every experience. And so I think because I record every day, it's not like I'm going to go and delete um, those because we're no, we're no longer together. I think they're a beautiful reminder of where we were at that time and the, the beautiful space that um, you know, we shared together and um, the experiences that, that we had um, because it was you know, some of the best times of my life. So... Um, I found that really, really interesting. So I guess when I talk about reflection to you, I think this time of the year and as we head into the end of the year, I mean, I'm back at work tomorrow and crazy busy, but it's a nice time to be thinking about what are those nice moments that we've had in our life? What are those... um, those events perhaps that have occurred that have helped us grow from one person to the that doesn't sound right i don't mean moving from you know that person to that person to that person i mean in yourself growing from you know stage a to stage b and uh, that personal development that you get uh, from the, the different events that have happened in your life i mean as we get closer to the end of the year and you think about covid and all the things that have happened this year and we're hearing more and more about what's happening in the UK and in Africa about the new strain of the coronavirus and how it's mutated. Maybe I'm not using the right word there, but basically it's changed. And it's, uh, they believe it's becoming more contagious. And um, they're not quite sure whether the, vac- uh, the vaccination our process is really going to help this, even though some companies are saying that it should protect them against this new strain. Um, the uncertainty heading into 2021 is still very great. Yes, we have a vaccine, but is it really going to work? Is it going to stop what's going on? Because if you've had it, are they going to be vaccinated or do they need to be vaccinated? You would think not, but then... Uh, what do we do with everybody else? And so I know here, I certainly get a sense that as this year ends and the new one begins, many people think that 
everything will be different next year. And it's resolved because of a, a calendar ticking over. Uh, but it doesn't change like that. It's not, we're not talking about the year 2000 um, bug here. You know, they, they talked about all that with the calendars and everything. That when the, it became the first of, the first of 2000, uh, that the world was going to end kind of thing. And in the end, nothing, nothing ended up happening. But that was a, a date that came, arrived, and it ended. This is different. Coronavirus will still exist on the 1st of January 2021. And the crisis will be just as big, if not bigger. Uh, but there's a lot of complacency here. And I think people just think, well, it'll be just back to normal. And um, when you hear things like travel, not like international not being allowed f from here for another three years, then that makes you really think. I mean, my coach JT is talking about uh, mega success uh, next year being a live event. The reality is it may be live for a lot of the world, but I won't be able to get there. Uh, I won't be able to take the kids to Disneyland again, which I'm not expecting. I wasn't expecting until 2022, but it could be 2023 before that actually happens. So, yeah, who knows? So I just think uh, it's a great time to be reflecting on what's happened this year, what are those great events that have happened in your life and using them as opportunities to um, you know, grow over this next year. I mean, it's very rare for me to take two days out of my business and do nothing. And uh, like, really, I've almost literally done nothing apart from go to the shops and stuff. I was wanted to do a bunch of housework and garden work and that kind of stuff. And I thought, do you know what, that's just gonna make me really tired. I don't have to do it. Um, it's not like the garden is overrun or anything like that. And it's very rare for me to just, you know, take time out and chill out and rest and sleep when I want to and that kind of stuff. And if I wanna watch three movies, I'll watch three movies. But uh, I've, uh, just be very conscious of the fact that I should be resting and so uh, that's what I've done and in doing that I can't stop my mind and that's thinking about uh, what I can do to take things to the next level next year and when I listen back to these recordings uh, it made me realize how much has changed and I uh, remember at the time on one of them I was talking about how those really amazing things that happen in your life. Often at the time they're happening, you don't realize the significance they will have in your life until much later. And that's certainly true. And I was talking about that in the context of uh, interviewing Brooke Shields and meeting the celebrities and, and, um, and doing those things. And at the time, even though I knew that they were huge wow experiences, uh, I said, uh, you know, I can see that these are going to change my life. And they did. And they didn't have, this is the thing, they don't happen instantaneously. It's not like you jump on stage and boom, you know, your life changes. Um, in some ways, yes, because it enabled me to connect with, you hear me talking on the podcast about hundreds and hundreds of um, friend requests and all that sort of stuff that came through as a result of being on stage. I think by the time I got back home, uh, to Australia, it was something like 1,500 extra 
friend request that I had from that event. Now I think prior to going over there, I maybe had, I'm gonna say a thousand friends. Uh, now, some two years later, I have uh, over 4,000. And the main way that I've grown that is because I was in LA. And then since then, it's like this person knows this person, you connect with them and connect with them, and it just gets bigger and bigger and faster and faster. So um, in that way, it's enabled me to connect with people all around the world. And that has been a great thing, and that's had a big impact on my thinking process in terms of um, how I think about my business and how I think of myself as a person. And I've made some really great friendships out of it as well from people all over the world, from all over the world. And that's, uh, that's special uh, because you know, we share these experiences together and that's what life is about, a, a series of experiences. And so I was listening to it and thinking, wow, I was talking about that then. And if only then I could have fast forwarded to now to see what was going to happen over those next couple of years. And if you knew then that you were going to go through coronavirus, you'd be nervous as hell and say, oh man, what's that going to be like? But it's not until you go through it that you realise that this is probably one of the greatest events that's ever going to happen to you uh, because of the amount of growth that you, you get. And like a, so many things in life, I think if you got that instantaneous boom, there's the result, it wouldn't be sustainable. You wouldn't be the person that you need to be. You wouldn't change as a result of those events because you need to go through the pain. You need to go through the heartache. You need to go through the uncertainty and the tough times and the, um, the different level of thinking because unless you do, you won't change. It'll just be something like me going to buy the iPhone today. Now, if I'm buying an iPhone versus I have to create the iPhone, that requires a completely different level of mindset. And I'm looking at Steve Wozniak here uh, on the wall of a photo I have with him, so the co-founder of Apple. And uh, he might know what to do. I don't. I don't know what to do in terms of you know, creating a new phone, in terms of getting all the parts together to make it actually work and do the things that it does right now. So that's a completely different level of thinking. All I had to do was think, when am I going to buy it? So the message to take away from this is a couple of things. I always say to people, journaling things is really, really powerful. And you don't have to journal things every single day. You don't have to do it like that. I say, if you're going to write it down, if you can get into a daily habit, then fantastic. Uh, but you know, every couple of days, when you're having a really great day, put it down. When you're having really bad days, yeah, write down your thoughts, date it, so you can see how much you're growing. Uh, the way that I like to do it, if I had to sit down and write this every day, uh, like the amount of words that I speak in 15, 20, 30 minutes sometimes, um, that would take me a couple of hours probably to, to write out. And this way it's just speaking. Um, grab the, grab your, your camera, video yourself. Do a little video diary. I mean, they all get filed in the same place on your, on your phone. Um, upload them to the cloud. Back them up there so you don't lose them. And then just do one, even if you do one once a week uh, or every couple of days or where you are feeling really crappy. I encourage all my clients to when they're having a really bad day, get out your phone and form, just film a video for a couple of minutes. 
to talk about how it is that you're feeling and also do it when you've had a really great time, um, like a really successful week or, or day or something or after a period of time when you've been on your transformation so that you can talk about what it is that you've done, what are your results, how are you feeling, what are your you know, your hopes and dreams, what have you, you know, maybe do it for the end of this year and say, sum up the year. Because think about it for future generations. Maybe it's your kids to watch it at some point in the future. Maybe it's 10 years down the track and say, oh man, yeah, remember COVID? Gosh, oh, that's right. And you'll listen to it because you'll be talking about all the things that, um, you know, were different this year than other years because of COVID. And in doing that and watching back, you'll see how much you've grown and talk about what's, how, how you've struggled or um, how you've grown um, through this year. And often we don't give ourselves enough credit for the good work that we are doing, how we have grown. And I think it's a, it's a good way to be able to go back and just reflect on um, your personal growth over you know, a period of time. But let's face it, no one wants to stay still. We all want to grow. So unless we are capturing where we are at points in time, the only thing it comes down to is our perception as to how we've grown. And some days you're going to feel like you've grown a lot and other days you're going to feel like you're in a big pile of poo and you haven't grown at all and you're going backwards and life's over. Um, that's normal. But let's get you feeling like you are always growing and make sure that not just you're feeling it, but you are actually growing. Um, so it's a good little exercise to reflect, record it and go back every now and then. I mean, I went back two years to listen to this and uh, it was quite nostalgic. Uh, it was a, a, really, a really fun process. I've, I think I've listened to about four or five days now um, just so I could remember you know, what we did over there and, and the experiences and, and everything. So, yeah. So, stay safe, be good. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Go do some recording of some sort. Writing, doing what I do here. Start your own podcast. Start talking every day about what it is that you're, you're doing and, um, you know, how, how life is changing for you. I'll see you tomorrow.